This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1320. Examiner answers your burning writing questions. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. to skip lines in your essays? Is it okay to use simple but clear vocabulary? Find out how these things directly impact your IELTS writing score so you don't mess up on test day. Hello, Aubrey. Have you had lunch yet? I did eat lunch, but it wasn't very impressive. It was like some cheese and some grapes stuffed in my face as I hurried to start recording with you. I recorded right at noon, so I didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> right. I My stomach just uh, was grumbling and Ooh. made me think about lunch soon. <laughs> I will eat lunch soon. Okay, guys, today we are answering three burning questions about IELTS writing because yesterday we answered three burning questions about IELTS speaking. We're, we have a theme this week. I love it. And if you missed it, you definitely need to go back and listen to yesterday's because we talked about this adjective to call questions burning questions. This would be very useful on IELTS speaking and writing. So go back and listen to that episode to learn all about it. Yes, totally. Um, and we also talked about writing task two last week on episode 1317, how to save your brain on IELTS writing task two. That one is all about the timing and when you should brainstorm and come up with ideas. That's such a good episode. So definitely scroll up your feed and listen to that one. Um, all right. So we pulled two questions from our YouTube channel today, IELTS Energy TV, and one question, the last one, is from a Spotify review. So remember, guys, you can comment and review the show, um, and we might uh, use it in a future episode. Yes, awesome. This is going to be really good today. This first question I'm excited about because let's just go ahead and read the question, and then I'll share why. <laughs> so there's no <laughs> ambiguity. <laughs> All right. So this is from Harry's son. I forgot to leave a line in my body paragraphs. How badly will it affect my score? Okay. That's a great question. I've seen this question quite a few times mm. from students actually. Yeah. And it's really interesting when we talk about the um, cohesion coherence score, where it's all about how organized is your essay, right? How mm -hmm. easy is it for the examiner to go through and and understand what is a body paragraph? Where's your introduction? Where's your conclusion start? Right. The best way to do that is to make sure the paragraphs are clearly separated. Leave yeah. that line between. Awesome, right? Exactly. But this is an interesting thing to think about. How much will it affect your score if you don't do that? Yeah, no, totally. Um, so there, there's so much advice out there, right? Um, I think it's very useful to skip lines between every mm -hmm. line um, and that way, when you go back to proofread, you have enough space to cross something out and write a better vocabulary word above it. So you don't have to erase everything and rewrite. Um, so I think it's nice just to skip lines in your essay. And that means between body paragraphs, though, 
it might not be obvious that they're two different paragraphs because the last line of your paragraph, what if it ends all the way at the other margin, right? Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. you can't tell that a new paragraph is beginning. So guys, just make sure, like Aubrey said, however you're going to do it, it has to be clear. So I think you should have a full indent at the beginning of every paragraph. So that way it's no matter if you're skipping lines or not, that indent for the first line of the paragraph makes it very clear that this is a new paragraph. I think that's more important than skipping lines, actually. Yes, actually, absolutely. With um, academic writing in the United States, this is how we're taught when we're writing essays. We're taught to start a new paragraph by indenting that first line. Mm -hmm. And this might not be the same wherever you studied, where you went to school, right. what your teachers taught. They might not have taught you to do that. Yeah. So for the IELTS exam, this is the best way to make sure it's clear. I'm starting a new paragraph now. Just indent that first line by starting off to the right about an inch. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and there's just a bonus tip for you guys, just to remind you, it is very useful to skip lines between all of your writing, right? Between each line. So you have space to correct when you proofread because you have to proofread for mistakes. You're going to catch repeated vocabulary, maybe spelling mistakes, maybe grammar mistakes. Don't waste time erasing everything, right? You don't have right. time for that and you don't have to do that. It doesn't have to be a perfectly clean essay. Just cross it out and write the correction above it. All right. Awesome. So this next question is from CPK Gamers Live. All right. This is their YouTube handle. Awesome. Thank you for commenting. Um, this person says, hello, everyone. This is Chetan. I have one thing to clarify for writing task two. If I keep the essay simple, instead of using complicated words, Will it fetch me a high score? Okay, so you have a direct, very clearly communicated essay, but it's using simple words and not complicated words. How will that affect the score? Yeah, so the only score that will be affected is your vocabulary score. But if all of your words are very common, they're not high level, maybe you're even having some repetition, you mm -hmm. cannot score higher than a six, maybe even a five. Exactly. If you're really using very easy words, you have to have a variety of vocabulary, some higher level, difficult vocabulary that the examiner doesn't see every student use, or there's no way you can score a seven on that vocabulary score. Exactly. Um, and that is just one category, right? But if you right. have a five in one category, Ooh, like your other three categories have to be pretty high if you're still going to get a seven overall. Right. And mm -hmm. that's the same with the not having clear paragraphs. I don't think we mentioned the score thing. If your paragraphs are not clear, if the examiner can only tell that you have like maybe one indentation, like it only looks like you have maybe two paragraphs in the whole essay and it's not clear, then you can get a five for mm -hmm. um, cohesion coherence. Right. So same here, guys. If you have like zero interesting vocab, if it's all simple, max five for vocab. So and like it's really hard to communicate specific interesting ideas with details and examples if you're only using simple vocabulary because simple vocabulary mm -hmm. is general. It's boring. It's common. So it won't communicate the same um, heft, right, as using impressive right. vocab. 
One pro tip is to figure out what kind of words are likely to be used in every essay or in every speaking exam, right? And to really master some of these words, for example, yeah. right? Um, other words for saying too much right. or, you know, adjectives that you're going to be using to describe lots of different nouns. Mm -hmm. Yes, you need topic specific impressive vocabulary as well. But there are a lot of words that you're likely to be able to use regardless of the topic that you can use to boost that vocabulary score. Just like one of our lessons in Three Keys IELTS, 10 hot academic words. There's so much great vocab, guys, in Three Keys IELTS. That's all you need, really. Um, go check it out. It's our online IELTS course, Lifetime Access Now, with teacher feedback. So check it out, allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. All right, last question. And this is a um, Spotify question from Fang Don. Fang Don. Okay. Um, I hope I said that right. Sorry if I did not. Looks right to me. This person says, <laughs> how should I build my vocab? Oh, we just talked about this. How should I build my vocabulary for writing task two? I tried to collect as much vocabulary and phrases as possible from books and sample essays. But when it comes to using it, I can't pick suitable words. Okay. Yeah, mm. of course. Right. Because you are just listing just creating this massive, massive list with all of this vocabulary that you can't use any of it then. Like if that's how you are approaching vocabulary, it's not going to work because just writing it down, maybe using it in a sample sentence and just adding it to this list of like 500 other words. You don't know those 500 other words either, so you won't be able to use them. Right. I think this is the biggest mistake that we see students make is spending a lot of time memorizing lists of impressive vocabulary, but then they cannot use them on test day. They haven't used them when writing practice essays. Mm -hmm. It's not in their active vocabulary right. where they've mastered it and they're then able to use it with their ideas to write this high scoring essay. Vocabulary does you no good if you're just seeing it somewhere, adding it to a list and then not actively using it, committing it to memory, practicing using it in essays to where you can use it on test day. Right, exactly. That's why in Three Keys IELTS, lesson 11 of the welcome module. I can't believe I know that off the top of my head, but Impressive. lesson 11 of the welcome module, it um, guides you. It teaches you how to create an IELTS vocabulary notebook. And it tells you right away, this is for productive vocabulary. Your vocabulary notebook, guys, however you are making it, you have to keep in mind it's for productive, not receptive vocab, okay? Receptive vocab, that's what we hear and see and we understand what it means. Our receptive vocabulary is enormous, especially compared to our productive vocabulary or what we can actually use. So you have to keep that in mind, guys. When you are making your vocab notebook, it is only for productive vocabulary for speaking and writing. And have clear limits and um, sections in your notebook, right? Um, keep it to, you know, 10 words per list. Have something for speaking mm -hmm. part one, speaking part two, uh, writing task one, change over time. Like you need to be specific and limited, um, very organized in how you are learning and using this vocabulary. And you've likely heard this here before if you've listened to us for a while, but it's so important as you're reading in English, listening to English to also limit yourself, right? Learn 
three to four new words max mm -hmm. when you're listening to something or reading something. If you're adding hundreds of words to a vocabulary notebook somewhere every time you listen or read in English, there's no way you can bring that all to your productive vocabulary, right? So limit yourself. Learn the gist, read or listen for that comprehension, and also to add a few words that will be very useful on IELTS, not every word you've never heard before. Exactly. So, I mean, just imagine it, guys, like you are you're watching a TV show, let's say, and um, you're like pausing it every minute to write down a word, right? Like, what is the goal of this learning activity? Is it improving your listening comprehension? No, because you're not following the story because you're not actually listening to it as a whole. Is it improving your vocabulary? No, because you're writing down too many words. So it, it does no good if you do that. Like you have to limit yourself and have clear expectations for why you're doing any activity. And it might not be fun. So it might keep yeah. you from going back terrible. to the activity. I sort of did that when I was trying to read Don Quixote in Spanish, oh, gosh. which was well above my reading level, first of all. But <laughs> every time there was a new word, I was trying to add it to a list. And that lasted like two days. Did I finish the book? No, I did not. Because it was miserable. Not. Oh, it sounds miserable. I it remember miserable. doing that too not in college. <laughs> Bad, idea. Bad idea. Okay, guys. So remember to hit follow right now so you never miss an IELTS Energy episode. Leave us a review, please. You can ask us an IELTS question, a burning IELTS question in that review, and we'll give you a shout out in a future episode. Awesome. It was fun, Jess. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.